And what a game here as Johnson kicks towards the goal. And oh my God, Singh makes a fantastic save. But I believe he hit his nuts on the goalpost. He is down. Let us have a closer look at instant replay. Not only just self-sacrifice on this play, but sacrificing future generations as well. Obviously going all out for his team, saving the ball right here, but also losing two on the play, putting his balls on the line. Wow, this game is absolutely nuts. Hello, and I am Bantar Singh, and this is my co-host, Harjapa Krishnu, and we are the Stool Pigeons, the number one podcast in India on soccer commentary. What you just heard is some of the stuff you're going to get. It's going to be nuts in soccer from here on out. So just a bit of admin before we get started. Please follow us on Twitter at The Stool Pigeons. Please rate, subscribe, and review if you're listening on a platform that allows you to do so. And finally, our premium episodes are available on Patreon. Just search for The Stool Pigeons. Well, hello, Jack. How are you doing? You know who who you forgot to actually sound off on? Our fucking Canadian listener out there. The one guy who's a devoted Stool Pigeons fan. Yes. So shout out to the one person listen listening in Alberta, Canada. We just wanted to shout you out really quick. We appreciate our international listeners. We also had one listener in Russia who I don't know the region you're in because they don't collect that data there. But uh, also shout out to that one person in Russia. Yes. Yes. Freedom. That's what you're listening to here. But yeah, the, I mean, the Canadian guy, if I had to make a guess... It's fucking numinous wellness. They were listening to it. They were like, these guys hit the nail on the head with mind mad. That John Rand guy is a total fraud. This guy is always fucking drunk, taking bars, and now he's running a fucking multi-million dollar company that's trying to bring psychedelics. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm honestly convinced that it could be Edward Snowden. Well, he's I think in Russia, he, I, though. Or is he? No, I think he is. I thought that was, were we not referring to our one Russian listener? No, we were referring to the ca- Canadian bastard. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Our I, number I, one listener. I, I zoned out there. Uh, In Ontario yeah, prob- or wherever. Alberta. Alberta. It's it's on the left side. It's not quite like the Vancouver side. It's uh, over what I guess would be Montana. Yeah. Wh- what I've always said about Canada is, damn, Tim Hortons, fucking great breakfast. Beats everything. Maple syrup? Shit. Tim Hortons, honestly, below average breakfast. I've I've had it. I've been to North Dakota. They have a lot of Tim Hortons up there. I was 45 minutes from the Canadian border. Yeah. Disappointing. I have not had it, but I have a very strong opinion. Like, I also appreciate the Canadian Zambonis. Do you know how, how many times that saves Stone Cold? That is true. Do we know they are Canadian Zambonis, though? Couldn't they have been made somewhere else? Probably made in China. I think all Zambonis are made in Canada, actually. It's one of their major uh, exports. Oh, really? That That maple syrup. Yeah, and maybe some dairy, too. I think they have quite a few dairy farmers. Yeah, and illegal like pharmaceuticals exported from fraudulent pharmacies. That sounds great, though. Yeah, it's a good business. That's basically what MindMed's trying to do, but legally. Yeah, MindMed also is on the way back up in the stock market. I was down for a while. I was, I was honestly, I was down a, about a thousand dollars. But you know, I've worked my way back up slowly. I'm only, 
I'm only down a couple hundred now. Do you think you could maybe call your broker at Fidelity or Ameritrade and be like, oh, uh, shit, actually, I hit the wrong button. I meant to uh, buy when it w- the price was lower. Do you think that would work? Well, I think he'd probably tell me to uh, put, oh, what? it's not a stop loss, but I can also put in... I can also put in a buy order for when it hits a certain but threshold. Did you explain but, to him that you're mentally retarded, though? You think that would affect the outcome? Uh, probably, but I think I did accept the terms of use, so they don't really care. Also, I don't have a broker at TD Ameritrade. I can call one, but that's $25 a month, and I didn't add that extra feature. Very interesting that they have a mentally disabled clause that isn't binding on them. They they put that in there because they assumed all the Robin Hood people were going to be coming over. That wasn't in there before. That was an added terms of use service because I think they realized they were getting all the Wall Street bets people. Okay, okay. That, so that's the 200 pages that they have on like apes, right? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, it, it's just labeled apes and then it has all the sweet memes. It's actually just in memes. There's no words in it. And it just says like Wall Street bets, terms of service on TD Ameritrade. Yeah, I read that. I was like, also... Uh, excludes monkeys, chimps, orangutans, any of the other animals that are related to the human species that you can still have sex with, which did happen, <laughs> and that's how AIDS started. Okay. Which so I hear the COVID vaccine actually cures, too. I, I don't know. What What is the COVID vaccine cure? Well, I mean, I was going there. The lady, I, I mean, this is just what I read, you know, on Reddit. I went there and got my shot, and I was like, um, so yeah, this also does clear up uh, my HIV, right? And the lady just shook her head, nodded, yes. So, I mean, I don't know. I was just picturing you getting a shot of any sort. But it does cause erectile dysfunction. And if you have a 5G link phone, yeah, you might end up having uh, brain aneurysms or you might be controlled by the deep state. I did see in uh, Germany, Italy, and somewhere else, they're discontinuing use of the AstraZeneca vaccine because... They didn't have any solid data on it, but it looked like it could be causing blood clots. They're just going to send all those to like Liberia, Congo. That's what we're going to do with all the extra AstraZeneca vaccine. We're going to send that and all the extra Super Bowl merch that they couldn't sell this year. All right, Jack, you want to dive into our news story of the week? Oh, yeah. So this week, we're going to be taking a look at the app Nunu, which... Nunu launched in September, and it allows users to create personalized polls and communities around certain topics. And you know There's it's some... a good app because it has new twice in it. So if you're like, oh, I like new stuff, well, what about new, new stuff? I mean, that's what got me going. I was like, okay, how do I invest as much money as possible? How can I sell yeah. my car and invest in this company? I found it interesting because all of the major platforms allow you to do polls. The CEO has said that those have been throwaway features and Nunu is digging deeper into the space and the app has the ability to find its own lane to contend in the crowded landscape. Mm, That sounds like a lot of PR bullshit. That sounds like a press release. Yeah, Nunu is doing the new stuff that everybody likes. And you know how that stuff you like uh, has features everywhere else on other platforms? Yeah, we're going to allow you to do that, but different. And the CEO and co-founder, Courtney Smith. Dime. Yes, she has an interesting background. So she spent... She's black. She spent a decade um, on rapper Drake's management team handling business endeavors and special projects. So she's successful. Good. Smith also co-founded the hair extension brand, Terran. Wow, yeah, that's w- a good brand. As well as Surprise with a Z. Damn, really, huh? 
a prize giveaway app that eventually pivoted to become Nunu, which has now made Smith one of fewer than 20 black female founders in tech to build a VC-backed startup with an eight-figure valuation. Now, is Jessica Alba black? Doesn't she have uh, cosmetic products? Or no, I don't white? think she's black. She's yeah, I don't think him? she's black. Yeah. Okay, so it's mostly just the Kardashians then and Oprah that are in the black entrepreneurs. Are the Kardashians? I don't think they're black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like mixed or something. Or they're very, very tan. Well, the dad's white. You mean the mom? No, the mom's also white. Caitlyn Jenner, the mom? That's not the mom. It's Rob Kardashian, who is played by the guy on Friends in the OJ documentary. He was white. Interesting. So a cheating situation going on there at the Kardashians. Yeah, it could be. Yes, it could be. That's going to be the series finale. Actually, my mom had sex with a black guy. Yeah, no, I... I, I just think that uh, the Kardashians have had a lot of plastic surgery, but I think they are white. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can get like skin, you know, do the Ma- Michael Jackson in reverse. Yeah, we should probably get out of this topic pretty quickly. I feel like we're, uh, you know, it's a bit of a slippery slope for us. Now, I, actually, people love it when white guys talk about other races. They're like, ooh, interesting. This is not yes. dicey at all. Yeah, they love it when people talk about other races, especially when a black female has founded a VC or sorry, she's VC backed and she's founded a major app that is going to con- contend in the tech ecosystem. People are frantically pushing the forward button to like, when do they rate the races? Like who's who's on top? Is it going to be the Chinese, the blacks? They're either forwarding that or they're trying to get to the Reddit reads. They're like, when do they do those Reddit reads? Because we've had we've had feedback that you guys just really want the Reddit. And fuck you guys, you're hogs. We don't like you unless you subscribe to Patreon telling us what you want us to read Reddit reads. Fuck that shit. You're just saying like, oh, yeah, I don't really like the other part of the podcast where you, you know, add your own original contribution or give your own perspective. Why can't you just read about a guy that gets hard from wearing his sister's panties and then washing them? The panty read was very popular. It was very, very popular. It was actually hilarious to watch. I looked at our Spotify listen times and it so we had our intro and then it went kind of flat and then the panty read. There was just a huge spike. It was just a giant spike for the panty read. And then we kind of just lost people after that. Yeah, that's what we do. We save it for the end. Also, people should thank us because we're not going to be one of those podcasters like Trump is bad. Trump was so bad and Biden is so good. We're not even discussing politics. We're really cutting Except ourselves off. Except my solo episodes where I will be talking about politics. Yeah, so that was going to be something to come, but Jack will be doing some solo podcast updates that will appear weekly on Patreon, and we might release a sneak peek on iTunes as well under a special feature category. I have some Kristen Cinema After Dark material, so you know, subscribe to the Patreon. That's worth it. There could be more than just audio, too. Yeah, That's like all the guy I'm with the say. panties, you will get hard if you listen to it. A hundred percent. So back to back to Nunu. Jack, what are your thoughts on this app? I mean, what type of people are using this app? Uh, what are your thoughts on this polling system? Look, it's mostly influencers. These people already suck and they're making like $50 million and then they're all 17. I w- the first thought I had was, okay, I like the concept, but can we deregulate this app? A couple of years ago, there was already Canadian homeless men that were making the more or less the same basic platform and application. They would just wear GoPros and have people buy shares of what they would do. But instead of, do you wear the blouse or do you wear the jeans? Do you, uh, you use this shampoo or this toothpaste? It was like, eat a rat and we'll give you money. 
It was bum fights. I love that too. But I think we, I think we need to go back to this unregulated market and let the, you know, I really think that is laissez-faire economics at its finest. When we allow these people to, you know, kind of dictate the price of what they're willing to do, as opposed to someone who charges $250 to let you decide whether they want to play kickball or dodgeball with their friends. Yeah. I mean, I mean, one of the original corruption was, uh, you know, in the UK in the 1690s, when they said it's illegal to gamble on refugees that, you know, come ashore and are dying and you uh, gamble on who's going to die first. Like, you know, which seven-year-old is going to die from whatever scurvy or whatever kind of, uh, you know, not having shelter. And you could bet on that back then. But, you know, the government was like, oh, no, you can't do that because it's unethical. It's like, I'm not going to listen to the government. Courtney Smith added that the platform reserves the right to ban users who post polls that are offensive, inappropriate, dangerous, or break the law. She also added, sure, it's fun to control a famous influencer or celebrity, but it's honestly just as entertaining to control someone you go to school with or your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend or an author planning their next sci-fi novel or a beauty founder creating their next makeup palette, she said. It doesn't matter how boring you think they are. There's someone out there who would find your life interesting to the point that they're willing to pay. Okay, here's the thing. They say poll, but really what it is is you're forming a corporation in yourself. So you have a certain amount of shareholders that get to vote on whatever you do for the day, whatever decision you have. But mostly it's just like completely dumb bullshit. Like, you know, should I eat Cheetos or not? It's not like, oh yeah, that cool, you know, hot guy that I went to high school with. Like, you think I could like take out all the money I have in my savings account and, you know, have a majority share and just have him jack off on a webcam for me. They won't allow that. Now, the Canadian homeless guys unregulated work perfectly. I think that's covered on Chatterbait, too. If you want to see the uh, hot guy from high school who burned out jacking off on the Internet. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff you're not going to get with Nunu. It's not new and it's not cool. It's turning yourself into a corporation, but without any of the sinister aspects. One of the points that the founder was trying to make is that it's a it's like a stock market for human beings. Let me look at that. No, you're turning yourself into a corporation. You turn yourself into shares. People have voting shares and they get to decide what you do. That's essentially the concept. Nunu describes itself as creating a human stock market on the app fans pay to vote in polls to control some of the creator's day-to-day decisions. That, yeah, that, that homeless seems... guy paid $5,000. I paid $5,000 for an influencer to just say my name or, uh, you know, vote for them to have what uh, Cheerios or Frosted Flakes. I want to see this tested in court. I, I actually want to see people become corporations so that the only thing that they're interested in is maximizing shareholder value. So if you have enough, you know, voting shares that say, look, go get a gun, get a bullet, do some Russian roulette, five shots. And if they kill themselves, well, that's what the shareholders wanted. I mean, are you gonna, can you sue the app for that? For what? Capitalism? You want the government regulating corporations? I don't know. I think that's going to be tough. Yeah, I think that's going to be tough. If they did actually challenge it. I mean, my defense, if I went before the Supreme Court, would just be like, you know, Coca-Cola has slaves though, right? Should I just let that simmer? No, I no, I was just saying second. they'd be like, damn, that's good. Okay, yeah, whatever. No regulation on that app. Anybody can do anything. Yeah, I think we all know that uh, Clarence Thomas is going to be for allowing people to do whatever they want. Dude, Clarence Thomas is pretty dope on uh, drug laws, though, because he does think the Controlled Substances Act is illegal and all drug laws are unconstitutional. 
it's drug laws and it is porn that Clarence Thomas is very for, correct? Well, he also, but he also believes that individual states can have state religions. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that, but really, I was trying to highlight. So he's he's pro porn, pro drug, but he's also oddly enough pro discrimination in the workplace. Like he doesn't believe in any kind of uh, racial equality, like that's forced on by the government on business. But he also doesn't talk. Correct. He usually doesn't talk during court cases. No, after Scalia died, like I guess he got very sad or something. I don't know, was maybe on antidepressants and he started make cracking a couple jokes. He just sits there on the bench and, you know, comes up with zingers and then unleashes them. Also, if anyone says anything, he he can just always play the like, I'm the only black guy on the court card. Yeah, he can just do the she. Oh, man, I need to add that sound to our uh, soundboard. Also, here at the Stool Pigeons, we do have a small soundboard now, but really the only working one that I have right now is the Price is Right sound, so. Yeah, the Price is Wrong, bitch. Oh, I did. I was cutting the Bob Barker, that sound, the Price is Wrong, bitch, and then when he pumped punches happy Gilmore in the face. I was I was also doing that, but I was trying to think of a way for us to apply it. That would be very funny if somebody thought uh, Alex Trebek had done The Price is Right and they just go like, Price is wrong, bitch. And it's like, <laughs> I was on Jeopardy. I was the host of Jeopardy. It's like, no, you weren't. Yeah, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yeah, we still don't know if he's a pedophile. There is speculation online that he might be. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Jack, do you want to go ahead and jump into our Reddit story of the week? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so this week we are reading from r slash cheating underscore stories. And the title is, my wife has a sex toy and I just figured out it was molded after an ex. I'm confused. What do I do? Is this considered cheating? Do you think this is like a humble brag where the guy's like, okay, I am gay. And I think this is very hot that she does this. And I have been wanting to have sex with this guy. But if I write this story, no one's going to suspect me of being gay. I don't know. This guy just seems kind of sad and very stupid. The lady clearly has mental illness and does not want to fuck this guy. Well, let's not ruin anything. Let me go ahead. The backstory on the guy with the the dick, the good dick. Yeah. What happened there? His wife needs to really write a rebuttal to this. So I know this title probably sounds crazy, but yes, I recently figured out that the dildo my wife has was molded after an ex-partner of hers. I'll explain below. I'll try not to go into too explicit of details. My wife and I have a good sex life. It seems to be healthy to me. We like to try new stuff at times, and we do, of course, have toys. I always like that and enjoyed that. I, of course, encourage and like her to have fun by herself as well. She's had the one dildo since before we were married. She has more toys, but that one is by far the one she uses the most. Recently, I was looking through our drawers for something in the house. I saw a random box I didn't know about. I opened it, curious to see what was inside. It turned out to be her toy. I didn't know she stored any of them separately. It appeared that there were some pictures with it as well. I took the pictures out to see what they were. I was pretty shocked. It looked like they were pictures of one of her exes. In the pictures, he was comparing the molded dildo and his own side by side and doing some poses with them. My God, I'm so shocked. I've never gone through my wife's drawers before. I'm shocked to see this. I did not jack off to it. Yeah, I 
I just don't believe this guy that he somehow randomly is just going through this drawer of toys and he's like, oh, wow, there's this shiny box that's labeled favorite dildo. Dude, the wife is clearly pretty kinky and you could tell from the guy's preamble that he was like, now I don't want to really get too graphic. I mean, this woman has a dildo that's mold. Do you even know where you get dildo modes at? Like, where do you go? I have no idea. Is there like a no bass pro shop? Like have something like in the back where they took, you know, some of the, I don't know, fucking flannel section out because they wasn't making money. They're like, yeah, we do dick molds now. I guess they do. Maybe Fleshlight does that as well. I bet you send it in. I bet it's like wax and you just like mail it in then they make the dildo. I don't know. I mean, I've I've never gone through that process. That sounds very expensive though. A custom made dildo. But I guess it's just silicone. It is also funny that she didn't even pretend to be like, oh, yeah, I also want you to get a dildo mode, too, because I love your penis. It's unclear how long they've been married. And but yeah, she definitely doesn't have a dildo of him. And he said, I feel like we have a good sex life. So this guy has a 75 IQ. He did not know this was going on the entire time. He's like, yeah, we have a great sex life. She loves this one toy that she constantly penetrates herself with is like oh no no i don't you just jack off in the corner over there i'm just gonna keep penetrating myself with this immaculate dildo is she the only one going into this drawer she does because i don't get up it's next to the remote control it just says it just says do not touch that's (laughs) all it says break very expensive very uh, cherished dildo that i love i was a little disgusted my wife came home later that day and i had the box on the bed waiting for her she looked that a little. Been a pretty fun. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Uh, could you come into the bedroom? I have a couple of questions. Now I know this I'm box. just a, a slack jawed simpleton here that uh, you know can be- that wears Velcro shoes. But could you tell me what this thing is here with the picture? She looked a little surprised to see it laying out. She asked me what I was doing. I told her that she needed to explain herself. She said it's not what it looks like. I asked her why she kept the pictures. Instead of answering, she asked why I was snooping in her stuff. I told her I got curious when I saw a random box. Oh, yeah. I I like that. Like, you know, actually, you're the asshole for invading my privacy. What does he say? Uh, What the hell is this? And she's like, oh, it's not what it seems to be. It's like, what do you mean? It's literally a guy with a hard on with a picture and a dildo of his dick. There's nothing else to explain. Doing side-by-side comparisons. This is, a, I believe, as they say, an open-and-shut case. Why don't you explain this, you crazy bitch? And it's like, look, there's more to it than that. There's a backstory, but why the hell are you invading my privacy? You sick son of a bitch. Now put the dildo back by the Roku controller. I told her I got curious when I saw a random box. She seemed upset with me and didn't say anything for a minute. I questioned her again about the pictures. She finally told me that she likes to masturbate to the picture sometimes because she gets to think about having sex with him and it seems hot to her since it was molded after him. She promised that she'd never cheat on me, but that that this just made her feel good. Yeah, she's she said clearly it's, cheating, by the way. <laughs> she said it's just for fun. I asked her if she prefers that over me. She just said that she loves them both. I knew what that meant. I walked off and slammed the door. I've slept on the couch since then, and we've barely spoken. Look, you know what else would be fun? A cuckold fantasy. I think you would really like that. So the guy with the good dick, he's going to come over and fuck me, and you sit in the corner and cry. You think you'd be into that? You know, I'm just 
trying to spice things up in the bedroom. The guy's like, okay, well, I guess we'll try it. The guy's just railing her, hitting the back walls, and this guy's just crying. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so much better than the dildo, too. It does. I, think he, I think she loves him. She keeps saying he has the best dick and said the guy that she normally fucks has terrible dick and she wants to kill herself and is thinking about a divorce. The question he should have asked was, do you want a mold of me? Will you throw him out if I get a mold? He should have put her in that position. That would have been the better question. What he should have molded is a 3D gun, and whenever she stepped into the house, shot her in the head and be like, take that, you stupid bitch. There isn't anything to explain here. This guy is a huge pussy. Like, he has just, like, you can tell that she just doms this guy all the fucking time. I mean, she comes in, hey, why are you invading my privacy? Look, the dildo thing has nothing to do with the past relationship. Yes, I use it all the time. And no, I'm not in love with you. And I don't like having sex with you. And yes, I only masturbate to this thing because it's the only thing that gets me off. I want to understand and I want to fix everything that's wrong between us. First, I just need to fully comprehend everything. I feel as though I was cheated on. I know that may not be accurate, but that's what it feels like. I don't know if I can trust her anymore. What do I do now? TLDR, my wife has a sex toy molded after one of her exes. It has caused a fight between us. I guess maybe this like lady doesn't actually have a career and maybe he has money or something. I'm not really sure what, why she's staying with him because she's clearly fucking the dildo guy. He must have money. I mean, I would hope so at this point that that's all he has. He's just bringing some money to the table. Or maybe he's like 6'5", but he has like a two inch penis, like hard. This guy sucks. I think she should have sex with a dildo guy, which she clearly already is. And that's all she fantasizes about. I don't think there's any, uh, I don't think there's any fixing this relationship. Yeah, I mean, this girl doesn't even go to the effort of actually just getting this, just just help this guy out, boost his self-esteem, get a mold of his dick. That's it. That solves the problem. This guy doesn't care that he's getting cheated on. Yeah, that's all you have to do. And then just occasionally bring it into the bedroom. I think that's problem solved. I think what this girl's doing is kind of dipping her toes in the water. Like, okay, I left that box literally in his nightstand drawer. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay, now that he knows that I fantasize about this other guy, how can I get this to be kind of a thing where we turn it into a menage a trois, but exclude the guy with the bad dick? And the guy's like, okay, yeah, this could be sexy. Right. She just starts uh, expanding her collection by adding different links, different colors. <laughs> he unlocks like the shed door and he finds like it's just 1,000 different kinds of dildo that are that guy's dick. Right, right. She's a serial killer and the trophy she keeps are just molds of all of her sexual partner's dicks. Yeah, that'd be kind of hard though. I guess you'd have to get them hard before you killed them, clearly. Well, she's not actually a serial killer. I was just saying, you know how they keep trophies, but her trophies from from sleeping around are just getting the molds of her partner's penises. Yeah, we should we should probably email Netflix about that. Like, you know how you have a lot of male serial killers? Think about this. A female ki serial killer? But look, she's into weird kinky sex stuff too. She gets the guys hard and then she decapitates them because she's psycho. Her name, Kristen Cinema. All right, Jack, you want to get out of here? Yeah, and again, thank you to the Canadian listener. Love Tim Hortons. You want to come on the show and explain why you're listening in Canada? Do it. DM us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. What's as well. the email? What's the email? Our email is the stool pigeons podcast at gmail.com. You can also email us there. Yeah. I mean, email. So let's start texting with this guy. Let's just become friends with this guy and let him on the show. 
Well, okay. All right. Let's not get carried away. Let's let's get the review first as a bit of a down payment, and then we can move on from there. Yeah, yeah. We we'll just take the new new uh, concept and apply it to our podcast. Like, hey, man, you want to give us a thousand dollars, and you can just take over the show. That's fine. That's fine. I don't think anyone would really notice. Yeah, I mean, really, I just wanted the guy to, you know, come down to the state so I can uh, hit him with a Zamboni and a Stone Cold Stunner and give him the bird and uh, pour beer on him because I think that's very fun. All right. Well, we will see you all later.